Well, there was a lot of anticipation, I think, when it comes to the Michelin stars for restaurants in Vancouver. It's the first time this has happened. The stars have been announced, and there are different levels, different tiers, whether you get one star, more stars. Some in Vancouver now have one star. They are based on things like the quality products in the restaurant, the flavors, cooking techniques, personality of the chef, consistency, and the list goes on and on. Well, we wanted to talk a bit more about this, so who better to reach out to than Richard Wolak, the editor and publisher of VancouverFoodster.com, also the host of the Van Foodster podcast. Richard, great to have you on the show today. Thank you, Joe, for having me. What were your, What are your thoughts when we look well, at the Michelin stars and the restaurants? First of all, it was very exciting being at the award ceremony last night. It's the first time for Vancouver, so everyone in Vancouver is very excited about this. But, uh, yeah, it's great to see because we have never had a stars in Vancouver before. A rest, Toronto recently got it, and then now it's Vancouver. So I think it's really important for the dining team that they've recognized these eight restaurants. It's eight restaurants got one star. Um, no restaurants got two stars. So I think that's something to set the stage for a future that, of course, people want that. But I think Toronto had a couple, and um, in other cities around the world, they have them as, as well. So I think it's just really, really good that uh, Vancouver got this for at least for at least eight first stars. That's really good. And can you talk a little bit about the restaurants on that list? Any that stick out to you, maybe that you've been to, or uh, the, the reasons why they were given those stars? Cool. What was really interesting to me was actually three restaurants on the list that I've not been to. And I thought I had been to most restaurants around Vancouver. I thought, wow, look at these restaurants. Three of them I have not been to. And I had not been to Barbara. And I heard that they, they had opened up during the pandemic. You know, it's a very small restaurant in Chinatown. I think it seats eight people. And they got it. And then I tried to, uh, through a friend to make a reservation immediately. They're fully booked through December already. Hmm. So, I mean, you can just see that that is a patient there. People really want it. Kisitanto won, you know, uh, published on Main one. Uh, these are really good restaurants. They've been, you know, ex- excelling at what they do for years now. I mean, I guess the publish has been around, I guess, three, four, five years now. Um, so it's great to see that, you know, it's the, you know, these chefs, especially Gus that's published, I mean, He's been really driving the local food scene for since he started. So you can see that they've recognized that and, they, and they've gone through that. Uh, St. Lawrence won a star. Uh, Masayoshi on uh, on Fraser Street is a small uh, Japanese uh, sushi restaurant. Uh, one one Chinese restaurant is the Guangzhou at 12th and Canby. They won a star. Um, and then uh, there's a few other restaurants in there. But it's just great to see the, you know, the, the, the coverage, I guess, of these restaurants. And I'm sure there are, you know, for some, some restaurants, I'm sure we're hoping that they were going to get a star and didn't get a star. And I'm sure that can be heartbreaking. Uh, but I think it's just something to look forward to the, for the future. And when we look at how they were awarded, and I talked a bit about the criteria, but how does it work as far as are there secret Michelin agents that are going around and eating at these restaurants and then compiling the list? Yes, and they explained that to us last night, that they have inspectors and they come from other parts of the world and they they were here, and I guess they've been here for a while uh, working on the Vancouver scene. It's it's team-driven, so... They'll send one one inspector into one restaurant. They'll send another inspector into a different restaurant. But then they have a team, and then somebody else will go to the same restaurant, and then they compare notes. And that's how they decide, I mean, which restaurants are going to sort of be on that top list. So they put 40 restaurants um, were mentioned as being part of the Michelin Guide for Vancouver. So what that means is if you're coming from Asia, you're coming from Europe, you're coming from the U.S., and you're going to follow the Michelin Guide because people only want to eat at Michelin restaurants, 
those 40 restaurants are now in that guide and it's, it's already live it's digital it's on it's online it was online last night so people can look through that and that's so i think it's gonna be a boon for their business especially being part of a guide like this <laughs> well you mentioned something as well that even trying so trying to book at a re- at one of the restaurants that was just announced like you were saying it was booked through december do you think that will happen to the others as well and i know some of the places published i mean it was difficult to get in at the best of times so to make a reservation is this going to make it even more difficult to get in and and will it make them more expensive well, that's the thing. So I hope not, because, you know, you look at other cities, you look at like New York and the Michelin star restaurants are very expensive there. They're $300, $400, uh, you know, just to go in and per person. So I really hope that doesn't happen to Vancouver, because that would be a shame for locals, especially. I mean, tourists, they're coming here. That's a different story. But for locals, you got to people need value. You can't. It's hard to dine at, at uh, restaurants that are getting more and more expensive. So I hope, I hope they're able to keep their prices the way they are. But I assume it will be a little difficult getting reservations for the immediate future. Uh, maybe, you know, you can, people can try because always people cancel all the time. So just look for cancellations and try to get in. <laughs> That's uh, the best you can do. Uh, there was also, uh, along with the list of the restaurants that got these stars, there, were, there was also the list of recommended restaurants and restaurants that were noticed. Does that help, do you think, or do people look at that when, and, and it's the prestige of being at least or even recognized by the Michelin Guide? Well, I think, I think the people look at it because, you know, like I know Vidges, uh, they're recommended. Um, they did not receive a star, but they recommended it. And the, the restaurant was thrilled just to be recommended. They were so happy last night. So I think there were, you know, restaurants like that, they are. And, of course, you know, tourism is, is key for us, especially now after post-pandemic or as the pandemic is ending. Um, tourism is key. So people coming from Europe, people coming from Asia, people from the United States, they see that, they follow the guide. I think they're going to be looking at those restaurants. That's where they're going to want to book first. And what is it, do you think, that's kind of stood the test of time in that people, even if you've not been, I suppose, to a Michelin star restaurant, people have certainly heard of this. And it has managed to kind of keep that that prestige and that reputation. Yeah. And Michelin, they've been around for 120 years. So 120 years of a guide is pretty substantial. And, you know, when you travel in Europe and you everybody knows, like, I'm going to go to a Michelin star restaurant. I make a reservation three months in advance. So that's the kind of thing. So. I mean, it's just so important now for us, and I think it will just help the dining scene, culinary scene here expand, and people can look at, you know, there's certain things you got to look at when you really want to get onto that level. And so you just, just got to keep plugging away, I think. Like, that's just so many things involved. And I think the, the Bib Gourmet also, that category was also interesting. Uh, they awarded 12 restaurants that, and that is uh, value meal. So you get um, two courses, you get dessert and a drink. It's for under sixty dollars. Hmm. Great. And they named a lot of restaurants on that list, and I was like, "Wow, these restaurants are still under sixty. This is amazing." But this is great to see. Well, and that's the list. Vidges was on that that list, wasn't it? Uh, Vidges, yeah, Vidges was also on that list, and Oka Pacifico was on that list. Um, there were several, so it was great to see. I mean, just it's exciting for Vancouver. I just hope that the sixty dollars price doesn't become $70 by next year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think anybody uh, going to those restaurants hopes that for sure. Uh, what happens then as far as keeping the Michelin star? I would imagine you have to keep up to a certain standard and not that a restaurant would not want to, but you know, if, if owners change or if chefs leave and new chefs come in, is there a, a protocol as far as how you keep the star? Yeah, that's interesting. They didn't talk about that last night. I, I kind of wondered that because, you know, sometimes a restaurant is sold, and then sometimes when restaurants are sold, then to 10, 
to go downhill, and you wouldn't want that to happen for when you have a Michelin star. And then you're right, chefs do leave. So I don't actually know what happens in that respect. They didn't talk about it. I suppose we will find out over the next few years, and they'll be back to do this again next year. And they said that they are doing um, some awards will be given out during the year, during service, during the year they will announce some other special awards. Interesting. Uh, and yeah. Richard, if you don't have uh, this one off the top of your head, that's fine. But I'm curious because you know the restaurant scene so well. Are there any restaurants that came to your mind or that you thought of that maybe should have been recognized and weren't? Of course. <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are always those. But I mean, what do you know, right? Like, this is my, you know, my, me being on the dining scene here, and this is what I think. But I guess people, the, the inspectors from Michelin are looking for something different. They look for food. They look for, they, they said that the local ingredients was key here for the Vancouver factor was that many of these top restaurants were using local um, fresh ingredients and that was key for them and that's what they were looking for here so they called it a global diverse uh, scene so that was interesting may, may be different for them in other cities I suppose Toronto is probably looked at a little bit different than Vancouver Interesting. All right. Well, I know there's a, a lot of buzz and uh, people uh, finding out about restaurants they didn't know about or happy that uh, one of their favorites has made one of those lists. Richard, thank you so much for joining us uh, for talking more about this. Thank you for having me.